Welcome back to another episode of The Warp Report. We have a bit of a more special episode this week as we are joined by my usual co-host, Rachel, as well as two guests in Suhoon and Benny. How are y'all doing today? Fantastic. Great. Welcome. Happy to be back. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Happy, happy, happy to, to finally be asked. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. you guys you, you guys are popular man there's lots of stuff going on yeah we have uh i think we have guest episodes planned out for probably what uh i think like the next 10 yeah. weeks or we have them planned all the way out because i don't want to just da, 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 all them back to back to back it's fun so um before we get into kind of what we've been uh uh, what we wanted to talk about today. I just wanted to catch up because I haven't talked to you guys about your games recently. Uh, Benny, mm-hmm. I, have you been... I haven't seen you since our... Uh, since your Chad Commissar went at me in the tournament. How, um, what you been the up Chad to since Chad Commissar. Then? That was only like a week ago, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was yeah. it? Uh, it does not that feel that long. Ago. It feels like it's been so long. long. Chad Commissar that nearly yeah. lost me the game and I had to be a jerk about painted <laughs> models to win. <laughs> <laughs> at least you recognize. Uh, I would have won, though, if I had. Anyway, let's not talk about that. But uh, that game was good. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it was the, the tournament, the beginner tournament that, that Sue put on was really was really good um it was uh, like well organized and and fun um it was uh it was clear that like the 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 changes that they just backed basically were like really needed um the winning list was the drukari and it was it was a very strong list especially at a thousand points but um with the new and i just i was actually i was actually just uh with demetrius and nick and um uh in pyongtech and they were playing each other and i asked them what what the differences were of their list they're like it doesn't really feel any different and it's like because they both got nerfed the same amount they both like removed 200 points from each of their army lists so it's mm. basically they're just like playing the same game with less models um as it was yeah. before because so. they both play ad mech and Drakari, yeah exactly right? yeah so yeah. it was it was pretty funny because they're like we can't really tell because you know we both got nerfed so <laughs> it was pretty yeah funny. i was uh i think i did the math i remember uh we talked about it on a different episode but i was up at like 2 a.m and rachel's like hey fact dropped and i did the math and both got nerfed by about yeah. on average i think 10 percent yeah it's a 10 yeah, to 12 100, 150 to 200 points is what i've seen from most lists was the except that succubus got a 33 percent point yeah increase. and nick was and nick Going was running and nick 80. was running two of those at the tournament Yep, I know. I still think they're worth two. I still think they're worth they're, two. Uh, they are. Even at 80 points, they're still worth it. They're so good. They're just incredible yeah. models. But you at least have they're to pay rough, for it. Yeah, yeah they're, they're now, they're yeah. a bit more, it's a bit more painful when you lose them now. So, like, if you do try and focus down the succubi, mm-hmm. then it's painful. But it's still, like, I still think it's probably a little undercosted, to be honest. Like, if you compare them to the yeah. price of, like, a Space Marine Lieutenant or a Captain <laughs> and what they are able to do compared mm. to, like, the Succubus, then... But anyway, yeah, I think it's I think yeah. it's the right direction. Um, but the, my games... Um, yeah, I think those were, like, some of the last games I played. And then we played... I played a couple... I played a Korean... Uh, one of the new Korean guys that's doing Crusade on the Korean community. Uh, he came over and played with uh, Rock and myself the, the following day um and that was really fun it was really fun to have him over there and playing actually I, I, it was like the first opportunity i had to like legitimately play in korean which was um interesting for sure um <laughs> there was a lot of words that i was like huh 
never thought I'd have to say that. And like, I actually had to think about a lot of the stuff that I had to say, but it was yeah. really fun. I played my white scars against him and he was a really good sport. So yeah. Uh, the Nunas of battle. That's uh that's one of our faction names uh-huh. here. Uh, the sisters, we just had the battle Nunas. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have been meaning to get up to play those, white scars but you know i will probably be up there pretty soon i just have to take care of my league games first because uh i have the ultimate showdown tomorrow yeah that would be fun um yeah you know the uh you know that whole just absolute bonkers hive guard buff that went on i'm playing it tomorrow against a certain (laughs) mr suhoon (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Good boy. No, no. We'll see what happens. <laughs> What's gonna happen is you're just gonna be like, haha, hive guard go bird. Most likely. Well, are you playing Most Necrons likely. against the uh, are you playing Necrons against him? No, this is our league match, so it's actually my demons list. This okay. is gonna be the first official test of the list that might be going to LPO. Nice. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna and I I like the list, so so Let's you're see. still not decided on which which army you're bringing to LVO? Um, yeah, I'm still undecided. Uh, it's definitely either going to be knights or tyranids for sure. Yeah, yeah, both both got a lot better with the recent nerfs too. So. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's have you talk about that knight buff. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I I am not going to complain about that whatsoever. <laughs> uh, that is a huge buff uh, to the knights. Uh, just uh. Big knights considered as 10, 10 models, and uh, the little armagers are considered OPSEC and uh, five, five models. So that's a huge boost. Uh, what I used to do is I used to run one of the little guys as an OPSEC, um, and then he had to run as like a free blade, which means he could, you know, he could get penalties if I roll bad on the leadership. Right. So, uh, but I don't need to do that anymore. I can just take it as it is, and I they get OPSEC. That's yeah. awesome. So, um i am i'm excited to try that uh my nightless out the same one the same one i ran uh last tournament i'm very excited to try that one out so we'll see we'll see i i think i honestly do i think i think you're gonna be a terror with with the changes to the knights to be honest like your your nightless is one of the only ones that my white scars have had any problems with (laughs) and and it was bad, like those, because those knights are so they're so powerful, right? Like we talked about it before, they're so swingy mm. that like if you don't deal that that last bit of damage, it's like you've done nothing basically, and you're just like sitting there and you have a full army of knights being like, "What's up, man? You didn't really kill us, and now we're just gonna delete half your army." <laughs> Did have I told you about the list I built specifically for his knights? Oh, list? oh no, you have not, but I'm curious. Um, so the biggest threat that knights pose to demons is the Megara Rad Cleansers. Oh yeah. Um, because it's a hit on two, wound on no, twos. No, it auto hits. It, it, it's an yeah, or it's an auto hit, wound on twos. So it negates all of Bellacore's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those things are nasty. Uh, debuffs. Those, hilariously enough, though, Nick, uh, those were the like only mm-hmm. things that like whiffed against me, basically, weren't they? Yes. Uh, so, yeah. That- yeah. Everything else, oh, like that's everything hilarious. else, hit those things whiff like every time. <laughs> it was hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the plan is, uh, I have a list that actually runs Mortarian. Oh boy! With my demons, because the trick is you can put uh, Bellacore in advanced and charge detachment uh-huh. uh, with uh, Slanesh. 
you advance Mortarian within nine inches of the Megara, and he turn uh, turns off Overwatch. And so Bellacor can uh, jump in and one-shot. So you're telling it. Sue your strategy before the game. Oh, he, I, he, he helped uh, me come up with this list. He helped you come up with it. <laughs> I'm like, Sue hey, the per- the, the, the well, perpetual inadvertently. Is, uh, well, inadvertently, because I was asking how uh, Megara's and their rad cleansers work. Ah, <laughs> uh, and then it became like a, oh. a list-building moment, so. Yes, uh, list-building montage. As I usually have with our other ghosts, Luke, we... We are always list building. But yeah, the plant, but also uh, I did the math the other day. I did some math hammer. With the right setup, I can actually use Bellacor to one shot a Thunderhawk with the right setup. <laughs> you mean in combat? If, you, yeah. if you're getting Bellacor into um, combat with a Thunderhawk, that army list is already lost. Yeah. No, but the, we were just saying, <laughs> could I physically no, but do it? You know, because, you, have, uh, you have a lot to worry about if you're playing Bellacor against a Thunderhawk, though. Because it's it's twenty four oh, heavy bolter shots, which are like Bellacor Bane, basically. They're like they're like yeah. max sh- max shots, like put tons of damage going through. Like you probably lose half your wounds minimum every time a Thunderhawk shot. It's just as heavy. Yeah, bolters you. but the the hilarity of it is, I wound I can wound the uh, the um, thunder with the right with a virulent blessing mm-hmm. going off. I could wound the Thunderhawk on twos and sixes they're, do double damage. Not. They're not resilient. That's the problem. That's the, that's why they're not competitive. No. They don't have an invol. They no. don't have a feeling of pain. They, they. Well, the invol would be irrelevant anyway. Okay. Well, I mean, they 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 barely have any kind of. They have a two up save and a toughness eight, and that's kind of like all they get. But um, no, exactly. It'd be funny, not viable, but it'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm here for a good time, it's not a long funny. time. You guys should try it out for sure. Test it out. Yeah. I, yeah, I want to try it sometime just to see if I can do it. I don't think it's the smart play, but it would be It'd like be a fun even if play. we're at a tournament. Even if we're at a tournament and you know we just do a roll off to see if I could even in real yeah. like in reality yeah. in the crunch when we get it off. Well, that'd well, be kind also, of fun. That'd be kind of Also, Nick's cool. been dodging me with his demons for about seven months too. So, so you know, that's <laughs> true because I was always terrified to bring him because I changed so many trains getting yeah, to your place. That's true. Uh, I was terrified to bring him up north, but I now have my nice case, so I'm willing to bring right. him. There we go. Which I'm signed up for your uh, yes, next tournament. Next so you will be there getting stomped by my yes. Thunderhawk so we can make it happen. Is it a uh, LVO list? So it'll be my it, Thunderhawk. Are we going to? I hope we play LVO terrain. I've been meaning we to are, play that. We're going to do, that. we're getting do a little that. off track, but I, we're going to be doing player, player yeah. place terrain and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's so also one thing I want to talk about is we're all in our leagues. I know I'm uh, touching up most of my the end of my games tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think then I will be the last person in the pod with a game because I have to play our orcs players right as uh, right as the um, nerfs came out. <laughs> so, you know, thank you. Uh, Praise be to the chaos gods. I, I kind of have to play the squid buggies. I don't really have sympathy for people that chase that meta down because it was like clearly too powerful. Yeah. Like it was clearly gonna get but like nerfed in some way. So I don't know. Like it, it was still. Funny, it was funny, yeah. But, but uh, like I don't know. I don't feel bad for people that are like I bought a bunch of buggies. I'm like, what did you expect to happen? <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. I mean, honestly though, we have know, never I, uh, faced that like in our meta. No, so we have not. Uh, I don't. I can't really say if it was really that powerful or not. Like I, 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 I mean, want I've to face against it. it. No, but I've seen it played on like on 
like I've seen it played in games before, right? At, at tournaments, and they're very. It's just, it's just oppressive. It's like Hive Guard, but worse. Mm. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Yeah. But anyway, no more and, worries about that. Yeah, and also though, um, our orc players, I never saw them chasing that. Uh, like, I know Bill used buggies. James, Bill used James buggies a bunch of because them. Bill thought buggies were James? fun. Oh yeah, Bill used them because he thought they yeah, were fun. James had a whole. That's James about had it. a whole army printed for them. Yeah. Oh, he did. I didn't realize he had printed. I knew he was using some buggies just because he was just having fun with it. But that was whenever that was before you know the DACA jet list yeah. came out. Yeah. I have my. Um, but I did see him. I have my third. I have my third game league game tomorrow, and then I have my last game. Whenever Remy and I, uh, whenever Luke and I can sort it out, Rem, my game's against Remy tomorrow, so it'll probably be my hardest game. Ooh. And then, um, yeah, it should be good. Remy Sounds and I are tied fun. for we're we're nearly tied for points and wins in our league at the moment. So awesome! Mm. Yeah, cool. I've been uh, checking back, so good luck with that. Um, it's been, I uh, I want to play him, but he said uh, he said not until his league games are done. <laughs> he's got priorities, man. He's got a he's a family. He's got <laughs> he he's does. a family. Man, I get it. So. Exactly. It's not like me where my uh my family is this uh horde of just plastic demons that are currently sitting <laughs> on my table. <laughs> there is like not very much space on my desk that's not covered by Rachel, how, models how and you, paint gear at the moment. Rachel, how did you enjoy the uh the tournament? That was your first experience as, as a at a tournament, right? Yeah, um I I uh, talked about it in length uh, on one of our other podcast oh, episodes, nice. but yeah, it was a fantastic experience. Thank you to Suhoon again yeah, for, for doing that. Um, thank you for bringing the nid list that I just got to rock uh, a billion wounds into because totally that was so much awesome fun. Sport as well. <laughs> yeah, he was fantastic. I'm pretty sure like, Sue was more excited with. about losing his guys than you were. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like loving it. <laughs> it was so fun. And there's, um, and there's me getting every... salty on the other table. <laughs> Against Necrons. <laughs> and I, hey, I ended up playing that Necron list as well, the same list, because that was my next game. Uh, and honestly, that was a fun game too. Yeah. Like, even though I didn't Every, win, I it was still a good game. Everyone got salty on the 20 Warrior Blob getting the uh, pl hitting on twos, rerolling ones. That you I think had I, I think I strong should have gotten, across two objectives. I think I should have gotten an award for most, most salty player for that tournament because <laughs> we need to have like a gold salt shaker so <laughs> junk and terrible and if i had that <laughs> update when it came out against the nerf jukari and other stuff i think i would have had more fun but <laughs> bro if i had had the core mm. update, oh yeah right you would have exactly. been even more yeah. stories would have been fantastic man that would have been great because i could have revived uh i could have yeah. revived them the with, the, uh, yeah. with the ghost arc yeah. i would have screamed running yeah, around that been, i would have just lost score. my that mind been really great that would have been really cool <laughs> Run around, but you also, have, you also have to remember, my tank probably wouldn't have died so quickly because I would have had an extra pip of uh, of mm. save as well. Uh, I don't know, man. That's probably Benny, true. Some of your rules, you know, tend to be, you know, <laughs> tend to be <laughs> my in one. I mean, I mean, so, so he killed him. He killed my tank with like nothing but strength four weapons, basically, like. Oh, is that uh -huh. the poison one though, right? The poison no. weapon. No, <laughs> he just rolled six. No, it was no, it was my necro. It was my necro yeah. warriors with the uh, sixes yeah. explode and auto wound. He took, a, he took a lot. He took a lot of fire, Oof. but he it wanted. He did go down, but I think he, I it was a, a mixture of bad mm. rolls and mm. a shitty, uh, really bad uh, stat line for yeah. the tanks. And also absorbing like a hundred bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, you're anyway, gonna it die. Was a fun game. Yeah. It was a fun game though. So it was very fun.
And I think yeah. everybody had fun at the tournament yeah. too. Yeah, that's the point. That's it was the point, so I'm glad. It's a fun time. Really fun. And I'm glad that that was like my first experience as well because I only had to get a thousand point list ready for that and I only had to deal with being on the time crunch of running a thousand point list instead of a two thousand point <laughs> I list. Remember, so. I remember when yeah. you joined our community, um, you were you were like I'm like, you should join it you should join one of our tournaments. It's a great way to like force yourself to finish all your miniatures and stuff like that. And you're like, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. I can't do it unless they're like fully painted. And I'm like, we'll and it's see. true. I we'll was see. still like, <laughs> I was still, uh, you know, happy to put what I did put on the table. Yeah, um, that's, but... that's all. You, that's that's what I meant. It's like it gets you to the yeah. point where you're like, hey, I'm I like what I'm looking at. Like yeah. it's not done, mm. but it's enough. I you know, uh, there was a lot of. Um, I felt a lot of pride in putting those miniatures on the table and like seeing them all painted. And I was like, oh, wow. Like yeah. I was getting kind of burnt out and I still had a little bit left to do like the night before or the day, like the day before. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm getting burnt out. I don't even want to do this anymore. And I was texting my friend and he was like, just take everything you've painted so far and put it on the table together and just look at it. And I, and I sit them all down and I, I'm looking at it on my desk and I'm like, that's my army. They're so cute. <laughs> Oh, I'm mm -hmm. proud of myself. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I have motivation to paint again. Yeah, and so I started painting. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I my uh my army shelf is next to my painting desk for a reason, because I just can look over and the top shelf is lined with all my greater demons. And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, as I say, I loved my game against soon just because neither army would die. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty you're fun. both it reviving just, every turn just, every time um, we were both yeah, every time i moved over you're like you're like he won't die and sue's like he won't die yeah <laughs> <laughs> we at least killed a hundred models on each side but we only brought like 80 yeah, that, was, that was funny <laughs> yeah like i how many uh, how many points i ended up maxing out for whatever that secondary is about like wounds uh, or take whatever. No yeah take no prisoners yeah, definitely because he kept yeah. he ended up kept moving them into piles he's like okay let me count this pile first and then okay so you got this many wounds okay now i'm gonna roll for my resurrects okay now i bring i bring 20 back and i'm like how <laughs> that list was so yeah, much fun that to play. Was it was just crazy. Like, it's just this is it's just there to be annoying basically yep yeah it's like is it it does it do much no no but it just does one thing and just is like Hey. Those those ghosts hey. are sneaky strong. Like they're uh they're yeah. they're good. Oh, they're so annoying yeah, cuz they heal themselves. They heal, they're hard to wound. They, heal, they, they move they, so far. They deal decent damage actually, too. They have like a pretty yeah. decent profile, weapon profile. Well, yeah, they steal the same uh damage as a blob of 10 yeah. warriors. That's good. It's basically um, like a moving piece of terrain with a gun on it that doesn't die. Oh yeah. And it heals she, your uh, stuff. She kept turning she kept trying to charge my lord, but I kept uh, taking my ghost arc and drifting it into the way of her blade guard vets so she couldn't charge him. I got him eventually, and then guess what? Guess what he did? You'll never guess. He resurrected him. Huh. Yeah. I wanted to scream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we all... Actually, wait. We all but, played you, Nick. All three of us. We yes. were the three opponents yeah, in the three tournament. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it all worked out, but it was uh, now I think ghost arcs are going to be good since you can now revive more stuff or not. I may say only warriors, but the fact that the ghost arc can uh, I think ghost arcs will have a little more value. But yeah, the, I think a silent king's finally going to be good because my will be done can only can be given to core. So now I, I can give know, like man. my will be done to brackets, hard. but I can get or you get you take a lord with the mm. Baron upgrade. Yeah. 
and you mm-hmm. get my will be done to two sets of heavy locust destroyers hit two squads of them hitting on twos re-rolling ones i think I um i think it's definitely exciting though this faq yeah. is definitely exciting yeah. oh definitely, definitely i like exciting. the idea like the idea it's like strength it. eight like great. d6 damage guns. the fact that they're gonna it's like strength the fact eight. that they're gonna do it frequently sue is like oh, it's like heaven <laughs> so nice yeah. and wait a minute yeah. we're missing the most important part it came out as a pdf completely yeah, for free digital. that's the yes yeah. completely yeah. for free that's good. So. I, there's nothing to hate about that. That's like the first thing GW has done where like it's been like unanimous thank yous from like everywhere, basically. Like even the Drukari yeah. players were like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm not even mad. Everybody, fair. everybody noticed that. Yeah. I mean, when you have three factions winning literally everything, then I mean, you know. <laughs> it was yeah. needed. So, and the real thing that I wanted to talk about getting into the meat of this, though, is Benny. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Um, Hot night, Joe. <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, my, my, so, yes. uh, you know, how long have you been into for not only 40k because I know, but also um, just Warhammer because I know you are a big fantasy battle fan. So, how long have right. you been in the uh, games workshop sphere? <laughs> I like how, you, how you're skirting the, the, the anti Wait, hey, fantasy. we are not talking about that. We are not talking about oh, that. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> um, I have been playing uh, Fantasy and 40K since I was maybe 10, so over 20 years now, 23, 24 years off and on uh, since I was about 10. Um, I played Vampire Accounts, Empire, all sorts of stuff back in the day. I never played competitive until I got back into it like a year and a half ago for 40K. Um but uh, I always played at like the hobby stores. I would spend my weekends there and stuff like that when I was a kid. Um, some of my friends that I still keep in touch with are the ones that I would uh, play with, like play games with and stuff. Uh, so I used to get I used to get thrashed by like the older guys at the gaming stores all the time. I would like never win games. Like my first army was Dark Elves. No. And um, I played. It was like one of the earlier editions, and I got. I never won a game. I got thrashed literally all the time. <laughs> and they were like mm-hmm. brutal. Like it was really it was bad. But I still had fun. Why would so. they do that? Yeah, yeah. It was really it was really fun. They had no mercy, but um <laughs> but it was fun. And now I'm like basically one of them. <laughs> I'm like yeah. I don't care who it is. I'm like I'm like I can't not try. So anyway. Um yeah, it was it, I've had a long a long storied history with with Warhammer. Um I've so, I sold all my armies originally, so I don't actually have any of my Bretonians, Vampire Accounts, Empire, Dark Elves, or anything like that. I sold all that stuff uh, maybe just over a decade ago. Um, and uh, I was never big into 40K, actually. Uh, I was mostly a fantasy player. Um, and then, you know, when 40, when Total War Warhammer came around, I was, like, in heaven, basically. Um, and actually, you guys might not know this, but I was in Canada at the time, back in Canada. And um, when the game came out, I took a week off of work uh, just to play Total War Warhammer for a week straight. As you yeah. should. I, uh, no joke. <laughs> it's, it's all I did for a week. I played it nonstop. Wow. I had a, I bought I bought a 24 pack of Red Bull and yes. basically just I just ordered pizza and like 
junk food for a week and just played Red Bull. Or just played uh, Total That's Red beautiful. Red just Red played Red Bull. Bull. It was, uh, it was amazing. amazing. It was is like it going to be ever... is it going to be the same situation with the uh, no. Warhammer no, 3 God, around no. the corner? No, 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 no. I have too much I have I have my company now, so I have to be a little more responsible <laughs> with my time. Yeah, but I I could just got to say I expect you you to be on there cuz I will be on there. Oh, I will be. Um, yeah. We got to we got to You know what? We should we should get into it and like actually do like competitive against each other and stuff like that. All right. Yeah, I'm in. Fun. I'm down. Uh, Sam, thank you so much for uh, giving this, giving us this gift oh, yes. that is Sam, Total we War. miss you. Sam, come back. We miss you. Come back to us, Sam. Stop making the next Warhammer game. Come yeah. back. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, and then I got it. I've always been a fan of 40K, but I never really got into mm-hmm. it until uh, about a year and a half ago when I decided to start playing again and host people at my house to play games every weekend. And... Um, yeah, I, I I guess you could say I went back in hard. I suppose is a mm-hmm. one way you could put it. Um, but uh, I'm, I I spend all my all my free time hobbying now is either playing D and D or doing forty k. Basically, I have a question for you, Benny. Um, yeah. So you got you said you got into the hobby about a decade over a decade ago, and uh, who who like how did you encounter over, it? Like who was yeah, the over, one? It was two. It was it was over two decades ago. I was oh, ten two years decades, old, okay. and it mm. was my my mom's boyfriend at the time brought mm. home a white dwarf for me. Mm. Um, they went to we lived in a place oh. called Guelph, Ontario, just oh, outside of Toronto. Oh, and yeah. they went to um they went to Toronto for some. I think it was like my mom had like a business meeting or something like that. She was running her own business, um, and they dropped by, and you know his name was Mike, and he. He knew about Warhammer, and he dropped by and p- picked me up a white dwarf, and he, he mm. gave that to me. Um, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, and it was I started with 40k actually. I started playing Space Marines, and then I made. Mm. I remember I had this like weird cheetah chapter that I like made. It was like black and yellow, and they looked like bumblebees, even though I like wanted them to be like spotted cheetahs and stuff like that. Um, but so Imperial it, Fists. That's so cute. It was. I mean, like this is when Imperial Fists like weren't <laughs> a thing. Basically, it was like. I think Crimson Fists were like around. Uh, Imperial Fists like existed, but like nobody like the chapters weren't like a thing, right? Like there was no okay. like. Mm. So no like now like, where they existed, but nobody plays them. Right, like there were, <laughs> the chapters like existed, but like there was no special the thing. It was literally just the looks, right? Like there were no mm-hmm. special rules for chapters and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. a lot of people had their custom chapters even more so because now we play them for. Uh, tactical benefit right because they come with their own special rules and things like that and the, the competitive scene is is much bigger now than it ever was when i was a kid and um and so back then i just wanted to paint funky stuff you know so um and then you know i remember even my, my mom she like uh she had a workshop in the basement of our house and i used to try and okay so you guys are gonna laugh at this like like hard okay <laughs> I used to try and build wood thunderhawks in my basement when I was like a kid. Like, that checks wow. out. That I checks was, out. That's amazing. <laughs> how many I do would, you own now? I have five now, but I, Wait, I would five. Look at I how thought you had come, three. Betty. No, I have five. Yeah. Where'd have, the other two come from? I have I have five. Yeah. So um, I need to build them all too. I haven't even built. I only have two built. But um, sounds like so much fun to build. Honestly, they're they're fun. They're fun to look at. They're not. I mean. What is it with you and Thunderhawk? Like, what appeals to you that uh, towards that particular model? It it is everything Space Marines to me, basically. It's just like I tell you what, you know that old picture of the Ultramarine chapter with the with the Thunderhawks in the back there. 
You ever, you ever yeah, seen that? Yeah, the old, like the the old full, chapter boxes, right? Yeah, the full old, like the the full full one, right? chapter, like laid out on the table oh, with the yes. custom, the yes. first edition Thunderhawks they made specifically for that photo shoot is what they made mm-hmm. those for. <clears throat> That's what inspired me to like start trying to build Thunderhawks and stuff was that like pic- that picture. I loved like Ultramarines and like the space, like they just seemed so Space Marine-y to me were the Thunderhawks. And they were just like, they were one of those things that just like, I look at them and I'm like, oh, it's like nostalgia incarnate basically for me. So I look at it and I'm just like, the fact that I have them now and I'm like, I'm like, you know, a lucky, a lucky guy. Right. So, um, but yeah, so I used to build, I tried to build wooden Thunderhawks in my basement with my mom's tools and, and scrap wood and stuff like that. So, yep. I hurt myself a few times. Um, please but, tell me. Yeah, oh, that's dedication. Oh God. No, dude. Uh, no, not uh, even, no, 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 uh, no, no, no. Long, not even pictures. No, long gone. Long. This, Rachel, this was like a long time Come ago. On, why not? You were like barely born. <laughs> I might not even have been no, born you were, at the time you were, when you're making you your cheetah marines. Ten, <laughs> if you were, like you were ten, she would have been five. I, I would have been. I would have been about twelve when this was happening. So she would have been about seven or so. Yeah. Are you a ninety? Are, are you a ninety kid? I still wish. I was. I was born I was in eighty-five. Okay, eighty-seven. Okay, yeah. got it. I'm thirty. I'll be thirty-four in eleven days. Mm. Oh really? Oh well. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. early birthday. Well, by the time this episode comes out. Happy birthday. Be, oh, I'm 34. Birthday, hey, yeah. I am 34. Hey. Yeah, by the time this comes out. <laughs> Beautiful. I, I feel so old. Oh, 34. Well, do you know, I don't know what's worse. Uh, being told you're 34 or people who have known you for a while looking at you and saying you're not 34. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm okay. Most people think I'm younger than I am. It's mostly Everyone, because of my. It's mostly because of my personality, because I'm very immature. But <laughs> I, I th- everyone thinks I'm 35. Yeah, I swear. Remy Remy looked at me one day and said, You're not 30. I'm like, Bro. Uh Aren't you like 19? (laughs) If I shave my beard? Yes. Uh, No, I'm only 26. So, you know, still uh, young. Uh, Yeah, Um, we are literally two months apart. Yeah, but um, everybody thinks I'm like 20. So, to finish off, I just say that, yeah, that. um, So, I did a lot of that stuff when I was a kid, and um, I, 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 uh, I I have to mention this, Nick. I despise Age of Sigmar to the to the core of my being. And I think it that is, is oh no. okay. <laughs> I think it is the worst thing that GW has produced in their entire history of existing. And they did the old wow. they did the old players like me dirty when they when they when they did the you end know, times. You know, I have actually heard that even from some current Sigmar players. Um, they said they kind of adapted because they're like, hey, the rules are still updating. Well, what really, what really some of our stuff. me, though, is that a lot of those people don't understand what came before Age of Sigmar. So, like, a lot of the current players, they don't, they just don't get it. Like, they don't get what the game used to be. Oh, yeah. Like, These they don't are have guys... that. They're, like, new players. So, they don't, like, yeah. they enjoy their game. And I, I don't think that Age of Sigmar shouldn't have been made. I just think it shouldn't have replaced Fantasy Battles. That's all I think, yeah. right? So, the fact that they kind of mm-hmm. just, it's like a big slap in the face. And I just, I never will, yeah. never have, and... I just don't appreciate it at all. So, so what kind of feelings do you have that. now, though? Because they're they are going to bring it back. How do you yeah, how do you feel they're, about they're, that? But they're bringing it. But this is the thing, though. So when they were like sending it away, right? That's when that was like right before War, Total War Warhammer came out, right? And I was vocal on many forums saying, "I'm like, you guys are going to regret. Like, you guys are going to regret killing off the like the fact that you guys had known about Total War Warhammer for several years before the rest of us did." And that you didn't foresee that and use it as a marketing tool 
to actually like boost like a ninth edition of Warhammer Fantasy or something is a huge mistake because you had hundreds of thousands of people playing Total War Warhammer and the majority of them never played Warhammer before. That's correct. Yeah. Me right? Me a too. ton of people never played Warhammer before and they basically said, okay, the world is dead. Oh, six months later, Total War Warhammer comes out. It's like, uh... What? Yeah. And so, right. and so like, I'm like, when they announced the old world coming back, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> this should have been done ages Especially ago. Especially with Warhammer yeah, 3 I mean, coming like, out. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm appreciative. That's why they're doing it. Because they, they realized that they missed the op. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an insider. But I assume they realized they missed golden opportunities of cross-promotion and marketing with Total War Warhammer 1 and 2. And then they see the potential of number three. And you know what their the big the selling point was? I went into games workshops and like asked them like, so what do you think of like Age of Sigmar? Well, I think the I think the talking point they were told to talk about was um we couldn't push the story forward anymore and stuff like that. And I'm like, uh I mean you you can, like you create the lore, you could just create like a new timeline, like a later timeline. You could just push the, the envelope further and they're like, you can't make new races. And I'm like, okay. And then you go and look at like what they're doing with Cathay in Total Warhammer 3, and it looks amazing. And you're like, you couldn't have done that? Because I know that that was a collaboration between Games Workshop and CA. CA did not do that one solely by themselves. Mm -hmm. And so like, it just kind of, everything everything about it just kind of leaves a bit of really bitter taste in my mouth. And it's just, uh, I don't like the, I don't like the, what, I don't like, uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm glad they're bringing old world back, the old world back. I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical because I don't know what it's going to be. I really mm -hmm. hope it's like, I really hope it's similar to like how it was in fantasy, just better rules, more streamlined and things like that. Kind of like the way 40K is now. I know a lot of people don't like 9th edition 40K, but I think it's, I think it's great. I really it's better than 7th. I really enjoy 9th edition 40K. I think it's like, there's a few things that are wrong with it, but overall, it's a really. Good I game. have a question yeah. for you, Benny. So, yeah. so some of us weren't there when this news dropped for the fantasy players. So, what was like, what exactly was that like? How did GW release this news? Was it like an well, essay, or was it like, it was like was a build up? It's it's through it was through like a narrative campaign. So they started the end times and they started releasing new models and new rules and new stories, and it got suspicious because. Um, they started making characters do stuff they would like never do, like in the in the past. So like making the high elves and the dark elves like all of a sudden like buddy buddy, it just would never happen. Like based on their pat like their history, it just would never happen. And they're all like accepting Malekith as like the king and stuff like that. It's like no, this would not happen. This just would not happen. So there was a bunch of stuff like that too. That's just like there was stuff the vampire counts wouldn't have done and. And so by the end of it, I think I think it was in like the final book they released where they're just like, yep, the world just blew up. Um, it's over now. Uh, everything everything's gone. <laughs> it's all Age of Sigmar now. So, oh, okay. It's, it's like huh. it's kind of like saying so. It's it's ba like the the analogy I put to people is like, okay, think of like some fantasy genre that you love. Let's say Harry Potter or um, Star Wars or Star Trek or wherever they have characters that you might love and then they took the entire universe put it into a blender took some of the characters out and made something completely different with it like so the new you, star wars would you movies. like that 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the new the Star, Star Wars, Wars movies. movies. The new Star Wars movies, but like worse because it's still technically oh, the same timeline. How is that possible? Because, it, because the Star Wars thing, the star, the new Star Wars movies are at least like along the same timeline. So like they they do have the they they acknowledge like the history of like what's happened already. But like the Age of Sigmar one is really trying to like wipe the slate clean. Like they never really. I mean, this is like early. I haven't read any of the newer Age of Sigmar stuff, so I don't know if they're trying to tie back to the like original old world lore at all but like it's so different like it's just like everything is just mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. basically you've elevated it to a different kind of fantasy so it's gone it went from like like gritty kind of like you know high, still high fantasy but very gritty dark and like um kind of depressing like if we're going to be honest and but then it like like grimdark i guess is the best way to put it but then yeah. they changed mm-hmm. it to like age of sigmar where it's like high like, fantasy like crackerjack high fantasy and i'm just like i mean the models are gorgeous i i will not deny oh, that yeah. they're beautiful but yeah the models the be- are really the cool models are beautiful but it's not it's not i don't know it just doesn't appeal and then maybe it's because i'm a grumpy old sod i don't know but um i just it does not appeal to me at all uh yeah at all so I all right let's let's like, move away it, from it this topic sense. let's move yeah, away yeah, yeah. 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 i'm talking too much about it so. whenever old world comes out uh, i might come by and learn how to play yeah yeah, um, should. yeah but yeah um so then my question now is we know now how you got involved with uh warhammer warhammer 40k and all that how did you get involved with uh us 40 korea the you know the korean scene out here how'd you find us oh um demetrius actually really <laughs> yeah because i had the um so i it was a you guys remember Alex, right? In the group, I think he went back to the states or something like that. So Alex yes. and I, Alex and I played Magic together, and we started. We decided to start playing 40k together again, basically getting back into it. And so we did, and we played at my house, just the two of us, for like a long time. And then um, we started getting players in, like Art um, and uh, and like JJ and some other people, and D and uh, D also mm-hmm. played uh, Magic and stuff like. So I knew a few of these guys. We, in Magic we've before. had many arguments about Magic. Yeah, I play well, I play commander and I, I don't like standard and he'd like standard and hates commander. Yeah, I, I played I played standard sometimes, but commander was always more relaxing because it was just uh, yeah, it's it was, funny. Yeah. yeah, I don't like I don't really I'm not a big fan of competitive magic. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, so then D was like, hey, did you guys know there's like a 40K Korea channel, like an English speaking um, group? And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, hook me up with an invite um, down. And so that was it. Uh, we we got in and we were we were hooked. And so and our our base has only grown since then too. So like yeah. We have, so it's it it helps out because it's basically like we have three little pockets now. Um, mm-hmm. And it, for some reason the Songdo pocket doesn't seem to be growing. You guys had like the most players like <laughs> originally. Like you was like, why is everybody living in Chon? <laughs> Quality versus quantity. Oh, am right, I right, right, right. Yes. Sorry. Whoa. Yes. Okay. They got, they got what? Justin. They got Yusuhun. They got me. What more could you want? <laughs> uh, you could. You don't have me, so clearly you're missing out. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we really hey, need the soul D. Pocket has... We actually really need D. There are soul... there are zero Thunderhawks in Inchon. I'm just gonna say. And I'm okay with that. I am very okay with that. Me too. Me too. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll bring one by. <laughs> we have we have uh, we have a lot of Primarchs here, and we'll settle with that. We have a lot right. of Demon Primarchs and here. Sat- and Satans. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was the main thing. And then I had always been uh, hoping to get into the competitiveness. And then uh, so I had 
before we joined the community, I actually wanted to try and start doing league and tournament games with our small group of like four to five players or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we joined the group and Sue uh, was already like doing tournaments and planning to do them. And I was like, well, I'll just piggyback off this basically. Um, and so it took me a while to like get into a game, like uh, like an actual game. I was going to go to like the first tournament or something like that. And then I couldn't go uh, for some reason. I can't remember. No, um, I remember you couldn't wake up. Eight in the morning. You couldn't wake up. Oh, you, you yeah. fell if you oversleep because yeah. it started That's like correct. 8.30. I did not oversleep. I basically just said I'm not going because it's too early and you guys suck. Uh, because I work super late. I stay up till 5 a.m. working on my business that is located in, uh, basically it operates in Western times and we live mm. in Korea. Mm. So it's very hard for me to wake up at eight although i have done it several times now so and you guys never congratulate me um so i'm kind of uh congratulations thank you this is our past and all future congratulations (laughs) beautiful i yeah being a normal person (laughs) (laughs) you know granted i said almost exactly the same thing when benny was like hey hey join the tournament join the tournament and i was like okay but it's an inch on and it's at 8 (laughs) 30 so that means i have to wake up at like 5 a.m. to get there. He's like, yeah, but just uh, just do it. And so he managed to bully me into signing yes. up, and I regret nothing. I am, so. I am great at bullying people. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> um, yeah. So you just mentioned that business, though, and I am actually very curious. I know the name of it, uh, Arcane Minis. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. What is it? Um. Okay, well, mm, other, other, like, there's another... Part of my life. I mean, you guys have been to my apartment. You've seen basically, uh, it's all nerd stuff. So Warhammer is like a mm-hmm. part of what I do. And then the, I would say the more the more formative hobby that I've had over the last twenty three or twenty four years was uh, Dungeons and Dragons, um, which I've been playing for even more. I think I started that at nine or maybe maybe nine or eight. My uncle got me into that. He used to play. Um, back in the day he had he had all those old school like original like smaller minis that you'd always see like um it's hard to explain they're like i think they're called like partha or something like that they're like partha minis mm-hmm. um anyway they're I'm, like, I'm familiar with yeah them. they're super tiny they're very mm-hmm. cool they have a lot of character and charisma um and so over the years i've played a ton of dungeons and dragons and um uh, a few, I think it was about two or three years ago, I got into the hobby of 3D printing because I saw the potential of um, being able to. I, I love being a DM and essentially having the ability to custom make a session, printing what you need and like having it on the table for your players is really helpful as a DM and like for storytelling purposes and things like that. So I got into 3D printing and for a few months I printed things out. And you know, I I ran campaigns for my for my for my crew um, here in Korea, and um, eventually uh, Eberron, the new Eberron book for Five E, was coming out, and I was like, damn, I never really looked at Eberron before. It existed, but I never really looked at it before, and like mm-hmm. took a look at like what it was about, and it kind of like opened my eyes to what a, a new type of fantasy, which is basically like steampunk without steam. It's like magic instead of yeah. so we call it magic yeah. tech or magic punk and stuff like that. And I love airships and I wanted uh, to make some of my own airships. I wanted to print out airships because I am crazy. Um, and so I did. I hired some artists to create 
some airships for me. Uh, you know, I, I set a budget aside for myself and it kind of just kept growing and growing. And then I had all these airships and I had all these miniatures that I was doing to go with the airships. And I said, well, maybe I'll just do a Kickstarter. Um, so I did my skies of sorting Kickstarter and, uh, you know, uh, it was w way more successful than I ever expected it to be. Um, it was fantastic. And that, that really jump-started mm -hmm. my current company, um, and that's what we do. So we make uh, the the first and foremost is what we do is we make um, you know STLs, air specifically big big airships and uh, cool so monsters. So steam steampunk Thunderhawks. Uh, yeah, oh, no. kind of. I, guess. <laughs> I mean, if you want to draw a parallel, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so we we do we uh, we do that we we do that, but we're we're getting into all sorts of things now. So we're really we just finished our 224-page book called Airship Campaigns, which started as a supplement PDF from the first Kickstarter and turned into a full-on printed book for the second Kickstarter. Um, and, you know, two, uh, let me tell you, doing 200 pages of D&D content is no small feat. It is a task. It is very... Um, it takes a lot of effort and, and coordination with the team. So, But it's very fulfilling and fun. So we do that now, and we do um, board games, too. Uh, we have a board game call, coming out called Aldara Reborn, and uh, I'm actually flying to PAX U to to help demo it to uh, the crowds there. So it will be really fun. That's awesome. Yes. Is that a it's is that cool. airship campaign? Is that where the uh, famous uh, turtle butler comes from? The turtle butler, yes, he is part of the Aristocrats he, expansion bundle. Yeah. I I've been meaning to get to um, buy that. STL I can send it to you, man. Model. Just tell me you uh, want it. I'll send yeah, it to I've been you. meaning to ask for it just because I want the turtle butler yeah. for no other reason than I want a tur turtle butler. Yeah, he's cool. He has, um, he has options for like a cannon on his shoulder too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now I gotta yeah. go see this turtle butler. Um, what's it like, you know, uh, with this business? You said, you know, you run it on West Coast time yeah. in Korea. What's that like? Like, what's it like trying to run your business well, out of Korea? I mean, I, before before this, I was a web developer for mm -hmm. close to 15 years, basically. Um, and I always kind of, working as a web developer here is very similar to running my own business here um, because I was freelancing. So I was working American times as a web developer as well. So I would, I would probably sleep around three or four every morning and wake up late, basically, just, just so I could like, you know, have half my day in their time and then half my day when they're asleep, basically, is what it was. And it's similar to that now. Um, when I first started my business, I was up until 6 or 7 a.m. All, all the time and then sleeping because of how much, uh, just how much there is to do. Like, it's it's hard to kind of articulate just how much there is to do in, a, in a, like a small business like that, but it's a lot. Right. It, it, so I kind of just, and the, the thing is, is, it's, it's tiring to do it from Korea, yes, because I have to live like outside the boundaries of normal life, but um, I would not change it, man. I, I, I love my job <laughs> and I love the life that I live mm. doing my job. So it's, I can't, I really can't, I literally have a dream job, so I can't complain in any way, shape or form. Um, and I'm more productive at night anyway, so. Quick question really for you, Benny. Quick question yeah. for you. Um, you said uh, before the Kickstarter, you were a web developer, so you were, a web developer in korea is yeah that, i did what i did no no i did freelancing from here so i oh, would okay. i would work for my american clients basically i mean i had clients all over the world but i would mainly work for um american clients and stuff and then um about th 
three or four years before I started the company, um, Arcane Minis, I uh, I was really losing passion for being a web developer. Like I uh, I would I would I would venture to say that I I hated it. I really did not. I didn't like. Mm. I, I worked with some really cool people, but it wasn't like in person. It was always through the computer, and it was just like really draining because mm. I just didn't enjoy it. And so I was searching for basically something to that would just drive my passion and like inspire me and let me do what I wanted to do. And that was, I was lucky enough to stumble into, uh, you know, doing, doing arcane minis. And so far, uh, it's really good. And why did you yeah. decide That's to cool. choose Korea as your, your, um, oh, destination? Um, why well, Korea? Th- why not I, Canada, time, your home? Well, Canada, I love being Canadian, but Canada is boring. Um, and the you know i have friends from back in the day and like most of them never have even like lived anywhere except canada and it's it's kind of i don't know it's not me i can't like stay in canada you know i'll probably move back there raise my family there and stuff like that but i i can't live there first i don't know why i just can't do it so um and when i was in university i went to university in scotland um and i lived there for three or four years. Um, actually, the guy that I was with today that drove me to Pyeongtaek, he's my best friend from university in Scotland. So he um, he and I have known each other for 12 years, something like that. And uh, he was like my first Korean friend, basically. Um, he was the president of the Korean society at another university in Edinburgh. Mm. And um, I joined because I, I loved uh, StarCraft back in the day. I, I loved watching... <laughs> hey, same. I loved watching mm. StarCraft and playing StarCraft and like really thinking that I could become a competitive player and sucking hard at StarCraft. <laughs> um, and so I, I, always watched that, I always watched that stuff like when I was in university. And I, uh, ultimately, I, 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 was, I was intrigued by a country that could have basically a video game as their national sport pretty much is what it was and i was like wow that sounds like a really cool place and then you know i got into the drinking culture in my last year of university with all my korean friends from the korean community um that was there and uh learned all the drinking games and you know started teaching myself korean and doing all this stuff so that was like 11 years ago so the first and then as soon as i graduated that year i i went i came to korea for two years um and then i left i went to like taiwan for a year went back to canada uh, worked in Canada for a, few, a couple of years trying to settle down and realized that it was not for me yet. Um, and then I uh, came back to Korea four years ago uh, and I have loved it far more than I did the first time. So I, I don't see myself ever leaving Korea. I'll probably stay here um, forever. I'll probably own a house here and own a house in, in Canada, kind of just jump back and forth. Like I don't ever really see myself permanently leaving again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. And so since you're going to be here for the long haul, my question then, you've been uh, a huge part in, I think we can all say, uh, helping us kind of make our tournaments feel a little more, uh, something a little more than us uh, throwing dice together right. with, uh, you know, prize support. That's been huge, I know, in making us feel, to me, making the tournaments feel official because it feels like we're competing for something other than ha i'm better than you yeah um so but this but, is kind of I mean, goes all to, i'm competing for technically if you think yeah about it. <laughs> this, yeah you already he own this the thrill stuff. of victory um yeah but the thing it's like i don't need prizes they're my prizes so, so i like automatically yeah. like all i can get is bragging rights <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and i want to know then this kind of goes to the two of you then uh the relationship between like 
that and 40 Korea, as we talked to Soohoon a couple weeks ago about growing 40 Korea and, you know, just the relationship between you you and your company and 40 Korea, because I know you've started popping up on some of our, like, invitations as a sponsor. So this kind of goes to both of you guys, the uh, hopes going forward with everything. Um, kind of a broad question. Well, okay, so I've actually been like thinking about this um, recently a lot. From the last tournament that I did, um, it was uh, it was very apparent that the appetite for our community, um, and like not to get off on too much of a tangent, but I think that we're I think we're very fortunate in Korea in a lot of ways, and I think the main way is that the overall 40k community is so small compared to like the uk or canada or the us literally every player in the country is basically in our community like it's hard to yeah. it's hard to not have a one of the players we have like so we have like over 100 people in our close community 103 I yeah think, as so of today. they're not all competitive obviously i think it's probably only about 30 of us that are actually competitive people right now but we mm -hmm. but we we could always like i think like tim had a fantastic time at the tournament like he's an example of a, of a casual person who would be really interested in playing more competitively you know and so i right. think i think we're really lucky that we can we can really like sue and i specifically and i think d has interest in running tournaments but we can really guide the tournament scene in the entire country purely because we have access to literally like 95% of all the players in the country. So it's very mm -hmm. easy for us to organize things like that. And because of that, I feel like we have a chance to really grow the 40K community um, in a really directed way. Um, so like my hope for the future is, and I was talking to Sue about this uh, within the last couple of weeks is, I really want to put on like a, a GT, um, have like 30 to 40 people minimum. I want to rent out a hotel ballroom and like convention area and just like set up all the tables and do like a couple days tournament and just like kind of go at it and see what's there, you know, have some prize support. Um, and it would mostly be funding from my, my company would promote it and, and sponsor it basically, because I mean, I have, you know, I've, I'm always creating new products with, with arcane minis and i really want to create a tabletop war game someday with like massive airship battles and things like that right like that's like one of the mm -hmm. things that i would love to do we have a board game coming out where we have miniatures of airships and stuff and i would love to be able to take those miniatures and then make like a tabletop war game out of it kind of like the opposite of what games workshop does where they have like their tabletop war game and they make board games out of their miniatures i want to do something like opposite take my board game miniatures yeah. and make a tabletop war game out of them um, something like uh, the new Aeronautica Imperialis. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, out. yeah. So something like that. So I think it would be really fun. And um, if I can grow the actual tabletop community, you know, like we could start with 40k. At, like, so this GT that I want to run, probably do it next year, right after LVO. Like Sue, you and I, uh, and Nick uh, are all going to LVO, um, and that will be. I'm so excited for that. By the way, that's going to be so much fun um and after that like we'll we'll probably learn a lot from that tournament too i think especially like sue and i as organizers will go and we'll probably look at how things are how they're doing things and i mean sue has a lot more experience than i do but i will uh i will definitely learn a lot from being there and i'm gonna take that and i'm just gonna kind of go ham and uh really try and get the the, com the competitive community to at least like open up to a more 
like it wouldn't be like a, a frequent big event but i think like maybe once or twice a year we would have like these big events and we could you know naturally try and pull in more sponsors and things like that and try and make it an actual korean event basically mm-hmm. um and i would love to try and bring in the korean players so we had this one korean player at my place uh named young jay uh like last week um he was the um the chaos player that i played against oh the word um, bearer yeah hey. did he play chaos cool I, can't, guy. I cannot even remember um my memory is really fading with my age i can i can tell you right now <laughs> um but it was really fun to play against him and he was really nice uh he was clearly not super experienced um there were a lot of rules that he was not clear on and i think that's probably the biggest detriment to ninth edition is that there's just a lot of rules and we have mm-hmm. to kind of break down that barrier for competitive play with koreans because and if we want the community to grow we have like a good amount of like 30 people that are, are there are koreans in there too that speak english but we really want to try and we want to try and foster this like it's okay to not speak korean or english fluently and still play a game with someone who speaks the opposite language like Papa we should, Joe saves lives. Yeah, we like we should be able to communicate mm-hmm. and play fun games and play against each other and expand the mm-hmm. people we play against. And that's kind of what I the aim for what I want to do with the tournaments. And I, I I I I I mean I know Sue wants to grow the scene a lot too. So um that's my that's my immediate plan anyway. And we're doing another tournament at my place uh in over just over two weeks, I think. So um mm-hmm. yeah that's i'm i'm not i'm all in man i want i want this community to grow competitive uh what do you what about uh you soon um pretty much what benny said you know uh i mean the, the whole point i mean the benny is more uh, talking more of a you know on the competitive side and uh um you know running the gt and i'm I'm really up for that as well that's also my uh, one of my goals kind of like my i want my milestone i want to uh uh, reach uh, within the next uh, year or so, um, but uh, the, I had a awesome lunch the other day with John and Rachel, and you know, without this hobby and without this community, I don't think I would have met the you know awesome people like that. And same thing with Benny too. So um, not just growing the competitive scene, but also just just overall uh, you know expat community and just um, just connecting people. Um, there's so many possibilities that are out there, right? Um, that's kind of what I want to do more, and especially with Korean mm. uh, local players too. So, I don't really have yeah. much uh, to add to that. Um, I think Benny said it well. So yeah, com- yeah, competitively, Sue and I talk about the competitive scene like a lot. That's that's pretty much all we talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like saying, the I extent the... of our conversations all <laughs> result, revolve around competitive 40k. I, In fact, I, Sue I and I, that. Sue and I, have never really like hung out not 40k related though we we know each other pretty well by now hmm. but like um but yeah i agree with that entirely i think it's i think our community is like full of really cool people like i think rock is one of the coolest guys like uh, oh yeah he's just super cool and it's really fun to like play games against because i can get like super salty and he just lets it like <laughs> just it just like goes off his back he's just like whatever like, <laughs> rock is just there yeah he's yeah. he's, he's a really good chill. sport and he's really fun to play against and he's a really nice guy so yeah. he's actually uh he's agreed to uh to puppy sit for me when i'm at pax U. so he's gonna he's gonna be my my mm-hmm. dog sitter um when i'm away uh which will be really nice so yeah it's uh also whenever because i know uh 
Suhoon and I also talk about growing the community a lot, but usually mine are met with a sense of fear of, oh God, Nick, stop, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, you do uh, you do <laughs> you, yeah, you, yourself. You, you do a little too much, you know what I mean? Yeah. And which is fine. Like you're I have ambitious. A lot of energy. Yeah, you do. But you no. know, there is uh there's only so many things you can juggle. So I rather you yeah. not yeah, hurt yourself in any but, other, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's why for LVO, right. my only plan is I'm going to look at how they do all of their publicity setup, how the uh, streaming works, how their broadcasting works. I want to learn that from them because they put on a good show. So I want to learn how to put on a show. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do every time that I kill a unit with my Thunderhawk, I'm going to paint a little like strike on the side of it. So it'll be like uh, one, unit gone, one unit gone, one unit gone. Do it, do like, it. Be these Get little it. marks bring, on the side. Bring a little Gundam yeah. marker. Yeah. Bring it's a gonna, Gundam gonna, marker. It'll, that'll be good I'll be for like, it. Every time I start a new, I'll be like, you see this? These are all dead units from my Thunderhawk. <laughs> <laughs> this is everyone I've taken out today. I like the mind yeah. games. Yeah, it's good. Total mind game. I, I like, like to play that. mind games because otherwise I'll just lose 100 percent of my games. <laughs> Ooh, maybe I should do. Maybe I should do that with my bloodthirster. Put a put a skull every time he yeah. kills some. Because I have tiered like, skulls put too. Put on the base. I, skulls by the end of the tournament. I have uh because I have um the citadel skulls, so I have like all the different races right. too. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that. but I'm really, really excited with all this. Um, I'm really excited for us all to go to LVO. Yeah, I'm super psyched, man. Um, I'm super psyched. That'll be so great. I'm excited for you We're, guys. I'm gonna, yeah. I, I, gonna like, cool. We'll take lots of pictures and make everybody super jealous, and uh, yeah. it's going to be... I'm already jealous just thinking yeah, about it. It's going to be a ton of fun. I'm really... I'm I really definitely... I, I have a feeling not, like... I have a feeling like next year, we're probably going to have like even more people go with us. Like, I feel like yeah. people will plan it out. People will be like, Oh damn, that's awesome. Like there's 1200 people going to play in this tournament, guys. It's the biggest one in the world. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> we're the, uh, yeah. we're the ninth company scouting party for Korea. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be, um, I think the whole thing will be a great adventure, but also, you know, not to spoil too much, but, I want us to, you know, we may be seeing some of us back uh, after LVO to talk about it because, you know, a picture can say a thousand words, but let's see how many words we can fit jam into one hour. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think we'll have mm -hmm. a lot to talk about. Yeah, sure. especially uh, I'll have a lot of stories of me just getting uh, bonked right off the table. But hey, I'm here for a good time, <laughs> not a long time. <laughs> but yeah, um, it'll be a good time. So I think don't know do we stop uh, do we if stop? i have anything else there so i think that's where we can close it out for today so yeah, sounds good um yeah to all our listeners thank you for listening once again and may the gods of chaos watch over your dice no. better than no. Benny's. <laughs> benny's a staunch my infiltrators remember the six chaos everywhere heretics <laughs> <laughs> but that is all from us so, yeah. and have a good night. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all.